pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, welcome to another Big Rap Show Podcast. Another week has rolled around and yeah, we're now back on dry land. <laughs> yeah, I think um, the last podcast that we done there from the UK's seen us in an absolute swimming pool so first of all i have to say apologies to everyone who was listening to last week's podcast our equipment got absolutely soaked and uh, as a result the sound quality at the end of last week's podcast was absolutely terrible so i have to say my apologies first off but it was the conditions i doubt us and the rab show we were battling the conditions just as much as the band's folk so yeah, we done what we could. We got recordings of the band performances and interviews and stuff. But I think the overall sound quality of the podcast itself was very substandard. Uh, but hey, that's maybe just the, the audio file in me. Yeah, just... Uh, I don't know. I guess we're never going to have perfection here on the podcast. It's rough and ready. It, what it, it is what it is. We do it, we can. So yeah, we did get a number of messages from you guys who listened to last week's podcast and go, Uh, Rob! I had to turn it off, mate. I couldn't listen. Sorry. <laughs> I guess. We'd done what we could. So, yeah, last week's podcast was a bit of a struggle. Uh, yeah, it was far from perfect. So, sorry to those people out there who couldn't listen to last week's podcast. But I would like you to go back. We did manage to record performances from bands in the Greybun Arena. We also got a little clip of McNeilstown in there as well. And people actually had commented as well, saying that they would love to have heard more. So, yeah, we will try and record some of the other grades as well. Don't worry. Now that I know that you guys like that, actually, on the podcast, maybe we'll bring that to future episodes. So, let's get through the domestics, first of all. By way of apology for last week's episode from the UK's. Welcome to the Big Rab Show podcast. If this is your first ever Rab Show podcast, then where have you been? We've been here for a year or so. I don't know how long we've been doing this. But well over 120 odd episodes now, so welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it solo piping, Celtic folk music scene, or even our bread and butter, which is the competitive pipe band scene. That's what we're all about. So... Feel free, you can message us in, our email address is bigrabshow at gmail.com, plus we have all our usual social medias, the Rab Show Facebook page, the Twitter page, and of course, thebigrabshow.com, where you get all of your Rab Show news and views and all that sort of stuff. Plus we've got merch up there as well, Big Rab Show merch, if anything, has been doing quite well, and I don't know if this is a direct result of the UK's there not too long ago in Lurgan, but our tiles, Big Rab Show tiles, were selling incredibly well. Uh, a lot of people buying them, and yeah, they're dead cheap, just a fiver. So go and pick them up, and they're really handy as well, because uh, they come with a little belt clip and everything, so you can clip them onto your sparring or your belt or not, and you take them with you, dry your sticks, dry your hands. Dead handy, if anything. I was really glad I had mine at the competition at the major there uh, but at the end of it all it, everything just became absolutely saturated so 
with that in mind, I'll give you a bit of a peek behind the scenes. With our gear getting absolutely soaked in the lashing rain, I was in a bit of a panic to see whether I was going to get a podcast together this week. And that's the truth, because do you ever try it whenever you think to yourself, ah, my gear will be fine, it'll be grand, and then you edit the podcast and you go, oh, that doesn't sound right. And then you go to hit the power button on your recorder and all your all that sort of stuff just to see if it works. And it doesn't. And then you think to yourself, oh, oh no, what am I going to do? Well, if you're listening to this, it means I have had success. And everything is now back up and running. Uh, yeah, Rab Show podcast is not off the air. We're still here. So I have to say it's through no small support from you guys on Patreon. Yes, thank you for clicking that support button on Patreon. And uh, yeah, if you want to get your hands on tons of extra content and stuff and help support the show for instances just like this, <laughs> where our equipment just goes, nah, <laughs> I've had enough of you using me in the rain. Then, yeah, go and check us out on Patreon. The Big Rab Show is on there, and we have loads of Patreon-exclusive stuff. We have backstage videos, exclusive interviews. We have episodes of Big Rab Show Plus is all up there. Things that will never see the light of day on our social media, anything like that, or even here on the podcast, or even our Fuse FM Bala Money radio show. This is exclusive for Patreon subscribers, so it's a by way of a thank you. If you do want to help support the show, you can... Click support over there, and for $5 a month, you can get your mitts on all of this extra stuff. And then, yeah, you'll also be helping us out with instances like this. So, yeah, big rap, we're on the air, baby! At least I hope we're on the air. I hope this is recording. <laughs> See, if this is not recording, I'm just gonna give up. Because I've been sitting here for about, I don't know, an hour and a half trying to get this to work. Anyway... Behind the curtains. <laughs> Behind the curtains. Let's just fly on. We normally start with each Big Rab Show podcast with some listener mail, and this week is no different. Yes, listener mail goes to bigrabshow at gmail.com. And kicking things off with uh, Scott Jones, he says, Hey Rab, perhaps this is already on your radar, but listening to episode 126 convinced me. Sponsorship warrants a topic of the week treatment yeah do you know what scott this is a pretty good idea he says um uh, it would be fascinating to learn the history of well-known sponsorships how bands pursue new sponsors and the economic impact of having sponsors obligations of being sponsored etc with a question mark so i think you do a great job with it and your audience would find it fascinating cheers scott do you know what scott that is something that we could look into sponsorship in the bagpiping world has been something that's been prevalent for a long time i think i can remember was it scott real i think uh was it david yurkert travel as well loads of bands who were just named after their sponsor, you know, and then bands obviously nowadays like People's Ford, Boghall Bathgate, and we also had the House of Edgar, Shots and Dykehead, do you know what I mean? There's been loads of sponsorships of pipe bands from throughout the years, it, it, it comes as no surprise that pipe bands are an expensive hobby, uh, so whenever, you know, a private business does offer sponsorship, then it's snapped up, so that is interesting. So if anyone out there in the bagpiping world listening right now has a particular viewpoint on that, or anything for that matter, that deals with sponsorship, or the world of sponsorship, then 
please do get in contact with us. We would love to visit this as, as a topic of the week, just like Scott suggested. Uh, so, yeah, as part of our research, if you could like to help us out, uh, yeah, and we could present this in a fair and balanced way, then please contact us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. I'd love to know your opinions on sponsorships. There you go. Okay, I got another email here from Garth Waddle. Garth, what about you, mate? He says, I was just looking at apps for bagpipes on the App Store on my phone there a few weeks ago. It might be a good topic of the week, i.e. which ones are good. Do do bands actually use these or is it just soloists or does anyone for that matter use bagpipe apps? That's a very good question. Uh, Garth goes on to say, I use a couple for tuning drones but there are lots of different features on them. I would be interested in this topic and hopefully others would too. Anyway, mate, I thought I would just keep up the good work with the podcast and contact you this week as per usual. Kind regards, Garth. Not a bother, Garth. Thank you, mate. And if anything, it is an interesting one. I do remember a number of years ago, before I think I started this podcast, I did remember flicking through the Apple App Store. Yes, I had an Apple phone, or what do you call them? iPhone, Apple doobackies. I had one of those and I was flicking through the App Store just type in the word bagpipes and see what would come up and you get all these dreadful apps that pretend to be virtual bagpipes and all that you know you play the bagpipes just on your screen uh, some of them are just the worst so mm, perhaps that's changed like i said that was a number of years ago now that was like five six years ago i done that uh, so perhaps that could be a good topic of the week maybe there are some bagpipe related apps out there that we should really be checking out so if that's the case again i would like you guys to email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com we would love to know what apps have your particular attention and that will help us with our research and everything and uh yeah it would be great to help to put this all together as a topic of the week i'm very interested because i'm kind of a bit of a nerd when it comes to apps and things like that you know technology in general very enjoyable i love footering with stuff i think that's an ulster scots word for you there footering so i if you are interested in apps in the whole world of bagpipes and how the two intermingle then please help us with our research this could be a future topic of the week there thanks to garth there Now, we also got a whole bunch of other messages from people saying that they enjoyed the recordings of last week, uh, as well as including that little short clip of McNeilstown. People said they would have wished to have heard more. And yeah, perhaps it was an oversight on my behalf just to catch the little introduction for McNeilstown. I should have actually just hung around and caught the rest of it. Uh, So yeah, you know, lesson learned. I will be uh, recording more from the lower grades going forward for the rest of the season. So I do think that you guys really enjoyed that. Also, there was amongst those two uh, topic of the week suggestions, there was some emails going back and forward uh, between listeners of a rab show and listeners of another podcast, the Chanter Rant podcast. So let's just talk about this first of all, shall we? Okay. Josh and Andy, you guys know the guys at Chanter Rant. They've been around now for quite a while. I think almost coming up on, I think it's, are they coming up on 100 episodes now? It's very close to 100 episodes for Chanter Rant. So they've been doing really incredibly well over there on Chanter Rant. I have, I've sung their praises from day one. Absolutely love what they do. Now, don't get me wrong. These guys have courted controversy in the past. And they can be seen as being... Quite crass, I think. Not for the faint-hearted. They really do not have a, I don't know, a PG filter like we do. (laughs) They are 100% for adult listeners. They're not for the faint-hearted. Tons of swearing. Really (laughs) 
hard-hitting topics is discussed. Uh, so... Yeah, if you like that kind of thing, adult humour and language and all of that, yeah, definitely go and check them out. They are absolutely amazing. Now, we did get emails from quite a number of you, actually, Rab Show listeners, who were saying that the Chandarank guys were giving us here on the Rab Show quite a hard time. They were saying that they were slagging off our followers and they were copying our content and our ideas and all of this type of stuff. So I was going, what? The thought was unusual. Getting these messages in and people saying, Chandarant's doing all this stuff, Rob. What are you going to do about it? Well, <clears throat> I went and had a listen to the podcast myself from last week from the guys from Chandarant. And to be honest, it's no worse than what they've done before. The guys in Chandarant just, yeah, they poke fun. You know, <laughs> That's just, come on, my nickname over there is Rabby the Poo. Come on. You know what I mean? And I wore my Rabby the Pooh shirt this week. <laughs> That's another story I'll tell you about that another time. Uh, but, yeah, do you know, the guys at Chanterant and ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, we're nothing but friends. We are both occupying the podcasting world. I know sometimes people think there's a bit of a rivalry there. There isn't really, to be honest. I have said from day one, I'm a huge supporter of the guys at Chanterant. I think what they do is their thing. And, uh, yeah, have at it, guys. I really enjoy their content. I think, you know, best of luck but if anything sometimes they do sort of cross the line and create controversy and mm, that could be dangerous uh, but that's them you know that's chanderan that's how they do things so as much as people are saying oh they're having a pop at you rab you know you have to come back at them and all this no i don't honestly think they were having a pop at us so as much as people are saying that there's a big fight between myself and josh and andy and the rest of the rab show team no there is no fight. There is no controversy here. I think people just love to hear about a drama. Do you know what I mean? So I have to disappoint you all. I'm sorry. There is no drama. Uh, yeah, they were just having fun. You know what I mean? That's, that's how they go, man. That's, it. that's how they go. And I'm the big old cuddly poo bear. And I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> so there you go. Just to allay any fears at all. If there was any kind of a ongoing battle between myself and Chandler Ramp. There is completely no battle here. If anything, I'm still a supporter of what they do. I think what yeah, their podcast is not for the faint-hearted. Sometimes it's not an easy listen, but sometimes it's always funny. So, yeah, shout-out to you guys at Channel Ramp. I know that sounds like one giant advertisement for you guys. It probably is. But, hey, <laughs> there you go. Hashtag one of the six. Ah, awesomeness. Okay. And I have to give a bit of a, pre- what do you call it? A parental advisory on there. It's not a family-friendly show. I think I've already mentioned that already. So there you go. There you are. The guys at Chanderant. Have at it, lads. Now, I have to mention a couple of special promotions that us here on The Big Rab Show have been running for a while. And uh, I may have drawn your attention to this before. But we're running one for pipers and one for drummers. We've been running the one now for drummers for longer now. We've been running a 10% discount code uh, with the website uh, Rhythm Monster. So we've had the guys from Rhythm Monster on the show here before telling us all about their amazing product and what they do over there in River River Monster? Rhythm Monster. (laughs) And how they teach pipe band, snare drumming, tenor drumming, bass drumming from a complete beginner all the way through to advanced level. So if you want to take your playing that one step further, however you don't have access to -to one-to-one tuition perhaps in your area, then this online service could be just the service for you. 
Same as the Piper's Dojo. Piper's Dojo is really, really famous in the bagpiping world. Those guys have been operating now for I don't know how many years. But yeah, they teach bagpiping from the bare bone basics, learning your scale on the practice channel, to actually blowing a set of bagpipes and playing your first hornpipe and jig. So these guys at Piper's Dojo, I, I can't sing their praises enough. And if anything, it's just incredible to have this opportunity to offer you guys this incredible offer with Piper's Dojo. So let's start with Rhythm Monster first of all. We're giving you 10% off with our promotion code BIGRABMONSTER. All you have to do is type it into the checkout whenever you're checking it out. Um, whenever you're going to sign up for either a monthly or an annual subscription, then get your 10% off just by listening to the Big Rab Show podcast. Type in Big Rab Monster and get money off. Also, when you're going to the Piper's Dojo, please Go to therabshow.com. We have a link on our website there. It's just bigrabshow, thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. And we are offering 30 days worth of premium membership for just $1. Now, this is seen as a bit of a test drive. It's a good way for you to go and tick the whole website. Everything is open to you. The whole premium membership is completely open. You have access to all the groups and all the videos and all the live lessons and everything. You have the full access for 30 days for $1. After that, if you decide to keep it on, then your regular monthly payment starts in. I think it's about $30, I think, is the regular payment. But they give you this test drive opportunity through ourselves here on The Big Rab Show. Just go along to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo and you too can tick up our yeah, $1.30 day test drive. Not bad at all. So there you go. Don't check it out. Like I said, this is not just for beginners. Some people have said to me, oh, sure, I've been playing in bands for years. Is this really going to be any use to me? Then honestly, yes, it is. I've had a good dig around on the website and there is a wealth of stuff up there. From maintenance to tuning to just real advanced playing and how to put appropriate phrasing into stress bays and stuff like that and even there's a whole big wardrobe of stuff on Peabrook playing and uh, do you know I'm a drummer and it makes me want to take out bagpiping so there you go go along to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo go and check out that offer alright let's get into things shall we let's get into the piping news now <laughs> the piping news Antrim and Newton Abbey Borough Championships were this past weekend here in sunny Northern Ireland. Saturday, 22nd of June, just behind us. And yeah, what an interesting competition it was. Starting with the novice grade, I have to say, at the drum majors was Carries Graham lifting the championship. Well done to Carries. On to the juniors then, we had Benjamin Walker, of course, from Joseph Ford. Well done, Benjamin. Then on to the juvenile drum majors, we had Abigail Wenlock. Now, I think this is Abigail's first win this season, actually. So well done to Abigail. Not bad, of course, from shots. And then just behind Abigail, actually bringing in second place. I think it was only a couple of points in it. Uh, we had Jamie Couples then, of course, of Mackenzie Caledonia. We've been reading out Jamie's name. It seems to be quite a lot this season. So, hi, there you go. Jamie down in second spot at this time. And uh, seeing Abigail up on top. There you are. Well done. Okay, on to your adult drum majors then. We have Andrea McKeown. He lifted the top spot then from Battle Hill, managing to defeat our current world champion, Emma Barr, who finished up in second. And there was one point in it as well. David Brownlee finishing up third in MD Preference. And we had Lauren Hanna fourth. And James Kennedy from Kelt fifth. So that brings your top five drum majors. Not bad at all. All right, let's fly on into the bands then, shall we? Under grade 4B, 
Yep, top spot went to Brashane in District. Not bad, Brashane. Well done, guys. Actually managing to lift a first ensemble and a first in drumming as well. Two seconds in piping, however, because the piping result went to Bally Bowley Pipe Band, who managed to finish up third. So not a bad result for Bally Bowley. Yeah, great stuff. On to Grade 4A then, of course, our champions for Antrim and Newton Abbey were Ocaran. Ocaran managing to lift the drumming title as well here, and a second in ensemble. Uh, ensemble. Second place overall then was Kolobaki coming up real close to them. I think, again, there was only like, what's that, a couple of points in it? Yeah, two points in it, I think, but that separated Ocaran and Kolobaki. So a real hard-fought competition there in Grade 4A. Grade 4A is actually starting to really heat up this side of the Irish Sea at the moment. It's getting really interesting. So, yeah, we could talk more about the upcoming major, and that's this week's topic of the week. On to grade 3B then. Of course, the winners were McNeilstown. Yeah, as expected. McNeilstown were there, managing to lift the top spot, but didn't have it all their own way. They managed to lift two second places in piping, uh, a first in drumming, first in ensemble. Now, <clears throat> this is where stuff gets interesting. Because in Grade 3B, at the Antrim and Newton Abbey Championships, there was only two 3B bands there. There was McNeilstown and the Cleanland Memorial. And, yeah, to make up the numbers, they had Ocaran from 4A, who just won, as you just heard. And we also had Kildog, who just played up as well, to make up the, the four bands in the grade. So, Ocaran managed to get two firsts in piping. Oh, that has to sting. So Ocaran played up a grade and managed to beat McNeilstown in piping. Both piping judges, in fact, had them first. Oh, that was interesting right there. So, <laughs> not bad at all. If anything, Ocaran and Kildog both managed to defeat Cleanham Memorial. He just must have had a bad run that day. So, yeah, Cleanham finishing on the bottom of the pile out of the four bands. So, yeah, regretfully, there you go. Grant, flying on to grade 3A then, we had the Thiepful Memorial. Thiepful Memorial bringing up the top spot with two firsts in piping. They also finished third in drumming, however, and second in ensemble. So, But their piping pulled them into the top spot. The Mighty Quinn came in second and they lifted the drumming title and also had a first in ensemble. Not bad at all. On to grade 2 then. No, it wasn't Klaus Kelt. <laughs> I can hear you all shouting from here. Klaus Kelt. No, it wasn't. It was Ravara. Ravara lifted the grade 2 title. And everyone drew breath. They were like, whoa, what just happened? Yeah, they did it. Ravara defeated Klaus Kelt with two second places in piping because Klaus Kelt got two firsts. But Ravara lifted the drumming and they also lifted the ensemble, which pulled them one point clear of Klaus Kelt. Now, things just got interesting, baby. Yeah, Ravara on first, top spot, Klaus Kelt second, Manor Cunningham were third, and fourth place with Column Kill. Oof, you talk about interesting. This has been quite a topic of discussion since this was read out on Saturday. A load of people thinking, wow, did Ravara really deserve, deserve the win? And if anything, a lot of people saying, did Klaus Kelt deserve the win? Uh, what was going on? But hey... If you want to go and judge for yourself, which you can, you can go and have a listen back. All of these Grade 2 performances are up there now on the Rab Show Facebook page. We managed to live stream all of Grade 2. So go and have a listen for yourself and you be the judge as well. Yeah, just have a listen, okay? (laughs) I'll leave it there. But Grade 2 results, extremely interesting. 
Shout out to Rivara. What a great result for you guys. Well done. Now, we're not finished with interesting results because we're on to grade one. Yes, we had a grade one on Saturday past there. And the police service of Northern Ireland were there. And they managed to have a juke against Klaus Kelt and Rivara, who both played up in grade one. And oh, stuff just got interesting, baby! Because Klaus Kelt won grade one. <laughs> Woo! Go on, got Kelters. Not bad. Klaus Kelp managing to defeat the police service of Northern Ireland. Ooh, and whenever that result was read out, I was like everybody else in the park. I think that's what's called a teeth dryer. You know one of those ones where you go, oh, and you dry your teeth? That was one of them. And it's, oh, Klaus Kelp, what? Yeah, and whenever you look at the summary sheets overall, Klaus Kelt done it quite convincingly as well, with two first places in piping and a first in ensemble. Not bad at all. Now, Police Service Northern Ireland, don't get me wrong, still had a cracking run, and they still managed to lift the Drummond title overall. So, managing to defeat Klaus Kelt and Rivara on the Drummond front. But here we are, Klaus Kelt marched in there, played an MSR, and lifted the thing. In grade one. Ooh, man. I, did I just tell you stuff got interesting? <laughs> Definitely stuff got interesting, man. Oh, unbelievable. I have to say, go back now. You can go and check out the performances now on the Rab Show Facebook page. They're all up there now. And Go and be your own armchair judge. Don't just take my word for it. But I think, honestly, listening to Klaus Kelt, my own... Kind of prediction on the day. My gut feeling was, woof, Klaus Kelt just played for that. And they deserved it. So, there you go. That was my thoughts on it. You can go and have a listen yourself. Now, there were other championships as well this past weekend. Uh, one, namely, I think, was in Edinburgh as well. So Edinburgh had a games over there. I'm not going to sit and read through the list because... Hashtag lists. Uh, but, yeah, the full results are all up there. I think from the Edinburgh Championships that happened there, I think they were extremely well supported. Like, a lot of bands turned up to this. So, yeah, I have to say, shout out to everyone who was there in Edinburgh. Well done. I think, by all accounts, it was a real good performance by everyone who was there. Uh, and, yeah, just overall a real interesting competition. Because, if anything, the bands that play there play in concert formation. So that just adds to the whole spectacle of it all. Having the players actually facing you instead of, yeah, facing away. So, yeah, there you go. Also, there was another, uh, let me see, another championships that was posted online there. Let me see, where is this? The San Diego Scottish Highland Games. There you go. We're on sa- Saturday, the 22nd of June, and Sunday, the 23rd. And we got some results from Wuspaba. Yay! Which doesn't often happen. <laughs> so, thank you, Wuspaba. Uh, so, starting with Grade 5 March, then, Pasadena Scots managed to lift it up quite convincingly with ones right across the board. Well done, Pasadena. Also, the quick, the quick March medley in Grade 5, then, also went to Pasadena Scots uh, with a second and third and piping, second and drumming, uh, first and ensemble. So, not bad. I think the, was it the Cameron Highlanders managed to lift the drumming there and they finished up, uh, yeah, and third there. So, not bad at all. On to Grade 4, then. We had the March to Spain reel in Grade 4, of course, and lifting the top spot was... The Long Beach Pipe Band with ones right across the board. Not bad. And the Kevin R. Blanford Memorial Pipe Band coming in second. And then, yeah, the Las Vegas Pipe Band were there, but they were there for a critique only. So hashtag playing for sheets. Uh, So they were there in third position. So, yeah, grade four. 
Shout out to Long Beach Pipe Band with ones across the board. Well done. Uh, On to Grade 4, Timed Medley. Yeah, again, it went to the Longford Pipe Band. Longford Beach Pipe Band with two seconds in piping. First in drum and first ensemble, not bad. And again, in second place was the Kevin R. Blanford Memorial Pipe Bands. In second, with two firsts in piping, actually, not bad. Uh, with a second in drum and second in ensemble. And again, the Las Vegas Pipe Band were there for critiques. So there you go, not bad at all. On to grade three then, MSR performance went to Pasadena Scots. Not bad. Again, with ones across the board. Bringing up the second place then was Kevin R. Blanford Memorial. Third then was the Cameron Highlanders. Not bad at all, Cameron Highlanders. Well done. All to the grade three timed medley had pretty much the same order of play. You had Pasadena Scots, Kevin R. Blanford, and Cameron Highlanders as well. Now, if anything, I would be interested in seeing performances from these games. Uh, I would love to hear particularly how Pasadena and the Caf- uh, Kevin R. Blanford pipe band both sounded in their respective of grades uh, haven't been able to see any performances online from these guys so if anyone has them please send them our direction to the rab show we would love to hear them plus we will share them out on our social media it would be great to see okay shout out to piping live Woo! pipinglive.co.uk is where most of the piping news is being generated at the moment now i'm not going to sit here again Hashtag lists and just go through the Piping Live website and tell you what I'm interested in because we'll be doing that as part of our Piping Live preview. We do that every year. We'll be doing it again this year, the Rab Show Piping Live preview show. And yeah, we'll talk all about Piping Live. But I just wanted to point you in that direction at the minute, pipinglive.co.uk. They are constantly adding things to their website. It seems to be every day now. Every day something new gets added to it. And if anything, just as I'm recording this, they have added uh, pipe band practices on Otago Street uh, during Pipe and Live, where bands can actually apply for a spot to go and hold an open open practice on Otago Street in the middle of Glasgow and, yeah, be part of the spectacle of Pipe and Live. So go and check it out. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and read through the whole festival. That will be a future podcast on the Rab Show. We always do our Pipe and Live preview. So go and check it out, pipeandlive.co.uk. There are so much stuff <laughs> that you can shake a stick at. Go and have a look. Be your own judge and then book your own tickets. Because Yeah, we will talk about what events you should be capturing, what you should get to, and what our own particular picks are and highlights that we will be going to. So there you go. Pipeandlive.co.uk. It is a shameless plug, but trust me, that is where most of the piping news is. And I don't want to sit and read lists because, yeah, hashtag lists. Now... I have to give a shout out on this week's podcast to Cameron Barnes, or as we know him here on the Rab Show, Cammy. Cammy Barnes. Yeah, Cammy, as we know, is a bagpiper with the Red Hot Chili Pipers. And this past week, he released a, a bit of a debut uh, single, I think. He is a singer-songwriter himself and has been in the, involved in the music business for quite a while, as well as being a piper with the Chilies. Well, this past week he released his first single and it was called Chasing Chasing Love. I just butchered that. That was stuff that Rab got drunk. Stuff that Rab got drunk. That hasn't happened in a while. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Cammy Barnes. He released his uh, debut single and from what I can recall, this actually managed to hit the top 40 here in the UK charts. Now, this was something quite special because debut single and he's just relatively unheard of in the pop music world we all know him from the trad scene uh but here he is now venturing into the pop music scene and uh yeah his track is now available everywhere you can get it on itunes amazon music 
basically anywhere you could find music for purchase. It's available now. I think you can even go and stream it on Spotify and things like that. Go check it out. Trust me, it's a real good listen. Cameron Barnes is a extremely talented musician and uh, this track of his Chasing Love uh, as soon as I bought it it's been stuck in my head so Cammy, I blame you mate for me singing all the time in my house and uh, my wife's not too amused at yet but <laughs> go and check it out shout out to Cammy Barnes well worth a listen all right I have to give a shout out as well to the LA Scots pipe band. Yep, LA Scots are doing something quite interesting. It's going to be called Scotland Palooza 2019, where the LA Scots have planned to head to Perth, North Berwick, and of course, the Worlds. Now, they're doing a bit of online fundraising. So, if you are interested, we have shared all the links out on the Rab Show Facebook page. You can go and check them out. But yeah, go and help support LA Scots because I'm sure you can appreciate. We just mentioned earlier in the show about sponsorship and stuff. Bands spend a absolute crazy amount of money getting over here to the uk to compete at our big major championship the worlds so these guys are planning on hitting three championships perth and north berwick and of course the worlds yeah go and help support these guys they're doing some online fundraising right now go and even if it's donating a dollar or two well worth it so there you go go and help support the la scots they're doing a bit of online fundraising also, I have to give a shout-out to the East of Ireland Pipe Band Championships, which will be held in Houth Promenade. Yeah, this will be Sunday the 30th of June, and this is all being organised by St. Lawrence Pipe Band Houth. There you go. So not St. Lawrence at all, but the St. Lawrence Pipe Band Houth. There you go. For full, full details, go and check out the Leinster branch of the Irish Pipe Band Association for full details on how to get your entry forms and all that sort of stuff in. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's coming up. There you go. All right, I have to give a special shout again. I'm giving everyone shouts on the podcast this week. (laughs) To Lincoln Hilton, who has managed to release volume 13 of Modern Piping. Yeah, if you haven't checked out Lincoln Hilton's website, right, I don't know where have you been, but you really need to get on to this because some of the tunes and the music that's produced from this uh, publication is just outstanding. So mdpiping.com forward slash shop. Go and get your subscription. Go and buy copies of these now. I can't tell you enough just how amazing they are. I've already seen a few copies of these already. And the music in here is just insane. So in this edition, number 13, volume 13, you'll have tunes in there included from Lincoln Hilton. Uh, You'll also have tunes in there from Bruce Gandy, Scott Wallace, Alex Gandy, Dougie McCain's The Piper, of course, and, yeah, Alistair McLaren. And, ah. Come on. It's just, I don't know. You have write-ups as well from Lauren McDougall. You have the featured Glenfiddich contestant, Faye Henderson, talks all about her piping career and everything. Just trust me, this volume is going to be outstanding. You're going to want to go and grab a copy of it. So, yeah, mdpiping.com forward slash shop. Go and check it out. Now, I also have to highlight before I wrap up this week's piping news is go to the brand new website, bagpipe.news. Now, have you seen this? This was a brand new website that I think has been launched in conjunction with the Piping Centre in Glasgow where they have kind of ventured into the online bagpiping news world type thing. I suppose this is what we're doing on the Rab Show but these guys are reporting news stories and kind of blog posts and opinion pieces and things like that. So there you go. Go along bagpipe.news. Now the reason why I'm pointing you there... 
pardon me, is that they actually published an article which I think is really important. Now, we've spoke about this on the podcast before, uh, but who knows, we may need to revisit this as a possible topic of the week. They actually published this article all about hearing protection. And we don't realise just how important hearing protection is, especially for us pipers and drummers. And uh, if anything, I have been contacted uh, this past couple of months, just before the season started actually, back in early May, where bagpipers were complaining of, yeah, hearing loss and tinnitus and problems like that when they go home at night from the band hall and their ears are just, you know, doing that ringing thing and then it doesn't go away. Horrible stuff. So... Go and check it out, bagpipe.news, and they have an article up there all about hearing protection, and I think we will have to look at this again as a possible topic of the week. We did talk about it before, you can go and check it out, it's in our back catalogue. I think you guys may remember us talking about this, but I do think we should revisit it again, because the, the whole area around hearing protection is something... That has to be reiterated. I think it's so important, especially for drummers. I don't know what it is, but there seems to be a whole macho thing going on. If you land a band practice or something and you, you have a set of earplugs in, they're like, oh, what are you doing, you big Jesse? Sure, you can't hear anything. Uh, yeah, you're not a big Jesse by sticking something in your ears to protect yourselves. These are outdoor instruments, and all winter long we practice in small, little tiny band halls with terrible acoustics, and the sound just bounces everywhere. Uh, it just goes straight into your ear, and yeah, once your sound, once your ear starts to go, it's gone. Do you know what I mean? You're never going to get it back. The hum- human ear cannot regenerate itself. So once it's damaged, it's damaged. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We will revisit this as a future topic of the week, I reckon. This is a big one. So go and check it out. Bagpipe.news. A really interesting story. Definitely going to be worth a read. Trust me, I've read it and it is quite incredible. So I have to give a shout out. I'm giving tons of shout outs. What's wrong with me? Stop giving shout outs. But yeah. Burgess Bagpipes. Yeah. Go on, Burgess. Burgess Bagpipes after a pretty long and lengthy application debacle will be at piping in Inverness for the European yeah now yeah Burgess Bagpipes actually documented this quite a lot online on social media uh, about how they couldn't actually get to the European championships for whatever reason Uh, but yeah Burgess Bagpipes have announced that they will be there so if you are heading to Inverness this weekend and we're going to talk all about it now go and check out Burgess Bagpipes tell them that the Big Rab Show sent you the guys at Burgess are just I don't know, we've had them on the show before. These guys are legends in the bagpiping world and they have some incredible pipes that they make at the money and oh, outstanding products. I can't sing their praises enough and I, you know, they're played by some of the best in the world. You know, Ali Hutton and these guys, and Ross Ainsley play their stuff. Do you know what I mean? So come on, it couldn't be bad. So go and check them out. The guys... A Burgess bagpipes, definitely worth a shout. And if you do pay pay them a visit this weekend, then tell them the Rab Show sent you. There you go, and you might get a selfie with them. Well, guys, that's it, I think, for all of the piping news. It has been a busy week. There has been some emails and messages that I haven't addressed. Uh, Shout out to Jim Williamson, actually, who says, I long to live in a world where the results at a band contest go as quick... (laughs) (laughs) or tick as long as they did on the podcast yes jim that was a bit of a heavy edit job (laughs) 
Definitely. Uh, we've got loads of messages from people as well saying, will we be live streaming? Will we be live streaming? Will we be live streaming? The answer to the question is always yes. We will, like I've said at the beginning of the season, the answer is always yes. We will be live streaming. Now, before we wrap up the piping news, <clears throat> I have to talk about something that's quite difficult to talk about. And uh, yeah, ourselves selves here in the Rab Show lost a friend. Uh, recently and a lot of you guys may know who it is and a lot of ones actually evolved in the major singular memorial pipe band and also to Ravara pipe band lost a very dear friend all of us in recent days uh, yeah read the news it was all published online uh, major singular memorial did not compete this past weekend in the Antrim and Newton Abbey uh, games because of a recent loss a wife a mother a pipe and a piper. Lynn, who's a member of Major Sinclair Memorial Pipe Band, uh, suddenly passed away. Now, I think from all of us here on the Big Rab Show, we knew Lynn quite well. She was always very bubbly. It was always kind of, I don't know, she was, I don't know how to say this. She was always kind of seen as the mummy of everyone. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. She seemed to be everybody's mummy and just looked after everyone and just was such a kind-hearted person and always had a big kind hello and a big smile for us whenever I was there and meeting everyone and just, yeah, it was just brilliant uh, knowing Lynn and it's actually, it's quite difficult to talk about, to be honest. Uh, so my heartfelt sympathies go out to everyone at Major Sinclair Memorial. Lynn will be a big a big loss for everyone involved in major singular circles. And uh, also for the guys at Rivara as well. Um, a lot of you guys in Rivara Pipe Band knew Lynn very well. And it's just tragic. You know, I think from all accounts it was all very sudden. Um, so, I don't know, it's just unexpected. Um, whenever you go and look at whatever's published online, the amount of outpouring of love and support from everyone from the bikepiping scene, both locally here in Northern Ireland and internationally as well. Uh, just, yeah, offering support and condolences to everyone involved, uh, both to Lynn's family and, of course, to the Major Sinclair Memorial Pipe Band and to everyone on Rivara. Just seeing how small our pipe band community really is and how we all kind of pull together. Um, you know, whenever I say it's small, it, I mean it's close-knit. Uh it's very heartwarming, if you know what I mean. It, you know, it's really heartwarming to know that so many people knew Lynn and, yeah, you know, that's just very heartwarming, I think. I'll leave it like that. Uh, so, honestly, my heartfelt condolences to everyone in the McEwen family. Lynn will be very sadly missed and us, especially here on The Rab Show, will certainly miss her big bubbly smile and a cutie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Yeah, be sadly missed. Right, I think I have to go from that into this week's topic of the week. Yes, you've clicked on this week's podcast for a reason, and that's this week's topic of the week. We're going to be talking about the next major, the European Championships, Saturday 29th of June. I cannot wait for this. It's going to be a very exciting weekend, but it's also a bit of a double-edged sword. It's going to be great, but it's also going to be not so great. Hmm, let's talk about it, shall we? It's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com 
serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Horace Kilt Company. 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast Check them out. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. It's time for Topic of the Week, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. The Euros is this weekend, and it may not seem like a big deal, but this one really is a big deal, because this leads up to Dumbarton. Now, the draw for the Scottish is already up there. We're going to talk about that on a future show. The draw for the Scottish is now up there on the RSPBA website. Go and check it out for yourself. I'm not going to sit here and read it. Hashtag lists. Uh, but yeah, the reason why the Euros is important is because it really kind of gets the momentum moving. So far, we've had two majors in the season and it's been a bit of a mixed bag so far. The only one being kind of remaining consistent, being the, the top sort of grades. Grade 1, Grade 2, where Klaus Kelt have been kind of being really strong. And also with St. Lawrence Atul dominating in Grade 1 so far. This one is the third one. So whenever you consider it's best out of three, you know what I mean? If you're playing a game of, I don't know, Street Fighter or something, it's best of three rounds. So this is the third, with Dumbarton being the tiebreaker. And then we're into the Worlds. So this one is incredibly important from a momentum point of view. Now, I know people have always spoke to me, but what do you mean about momentum? Whenever you consider that the Pipe Band Championship season... It runs over a series of months and leading up to the big competition at the end of the season being the Worlds. You need to gather up a head of steam. Now what I mean by that is you need to be consistently, consistently winning prizes throughout your season to be able to hit that grass at Glasgow Green with some form of confidence. That's what I mean by gaining momentum i'm not saying that you gain momentum with the judges and they actively listen better or they actively listen more because of how your previous season goes because that's not the case what i mean by momentum and all of that it's literally down to a confidence thing excuse me that you can hit that circle in glasgow green knowing that behind you You've won X amount of major championships this season. We've already done it, guys. We've done it two, three times this season. 
let's go and do it again. You know, it really does count for a lot. It's a mental thing. There is a mat, you know, there is a big part of this pipe band game that is pretty much like sport whenever you consider it like that. And it could be 80 to 90% mental as well as doing the actual physical playing. There's a lot of, of, yeah, people who comment on the bagpiping world and say that momentum counts for a lot. And, yeah, we get our momentum from our major championship season. So here we are, we're now facing the third one in the mouth of the fourth. The Euros is going to be very exciting. Now, why is it going to be exciting? Let's have a look at it. We're going to have a look at the grades, grade by grade, band by band, and see who is where why it's interesting starting with the novice juvenile b well in here we have 18 bands in novice juvenile b and we have bands in here from straya you straya not bad hey have anything this kind of tells you that there will be other bands from straya in here as well so we have the presbyterian ladies college yeah starting at quarter past 10 in the morning which is just not fair, but they are. Quarter past ten in the morning for the Presbyterian Ladies College from Sydney. Looking forward to hearing them. Uh, Knox Grammar School, uh, number two, will be there. Now, if anything, I remember listening to Knox Grammar School um, on the Brass Band live stream whenever I was listening to the competitions down under. Very, very good band. And also, shout out to uh, the Scots College from Melbourne. Again, from Straya. They were there. They will be there, actually, in fact, uh, from 11 a.m., 11.05. So, also, all our bands in here, have. I don't think I've really heard yet. Is it Seagal Linekilt? I haven't heard them yet uh, this season. Also, Sky Youth Pipe Band. I haven't heard them as well. So, yeah, 18 bands in total in Novice Juvenile B. Going to be a very interesting grade to watch, especially those bands from Straya. There you go. On to Novice Juvenile A. We have nine bands in total, and again, we have bands in here from Straya. It's going to be a bit of a catch phase, isn't it? So we have Knox Grammar School number one is going to be in here. So again, Knox Grammar School. Trust me, I've had a listen to the recordings and uh, their live streams and stuff that we managed to get from competitions down under. Knox Grammar School sound very strong. So I would urge you to go and have a listen to them. Also, Scots College as well. Scots College of Melbourne also going to be in there at novice juvenile a going to be well worth a listen now this will kind of shake things up in novice juvenile a uh bands such as dollar academy george harriet schools george watson's college north lanarkshire bands like this haven't had a chance to have a pop at the australians yet and vice versa the australians haven't had the test against the scottish bands so this is going to be really interesting for the novice grades novice juvenile a and b are both going to be worth a watch so that's a, before the gates even open. I'm telling you now, this competition will be worth watching for Novice Juvenile A and B alone. Let's get into it then. Grade 4B, we have 20 bands in total. Now, this is a long grade. When you consider it starts at 1.30 in the afternoon, it doesn't finish until 4 o'clock that evening. Long time for bands to be in competition, but with seeing 20 bands entered for this quite impressive uh, there is one band in here from straya and that's the scots college from adelaide so there you go not bad i'm gonna be interested to hear all scots college how they get on uh so they're in there they're gonna be playing at two o'clock just after all pulling district so gonna be a real interesting weekend there in grade 4b tons of bands in here actually that i would love to hear a uh, granite city pipe band love to hear them strathendrick i haven't heard strathendrick this season and uh yeah, I'm interested to hear them. Coulter and District as well. I think the Nine Outs there not too long ago. They have a new sponsorship deal. 
So that's going to be interesting to hear them. Camelon and District, I will be watching them with a magnifying glass. Uh, Cooper Angus as well, and Vale of Athol. I don't know, there's a lot of great bands in there of Grade 4B. And if anything, what I want to point out about Grade 4B is that there are no bands in there from Northern Ireland. Hmm... <laughs> Yeah, zero bands from Northern Ireland. And uh, you'll notice a bit of a trend whenever we go through here. But bands such as Brashanan District, Mountjoy, uh, Bally Bully, like I just said there, was one in the piping. You have William Kerr. You know, bands like that, they aren't making the trip in 4B. So this gives an opportunity then for all of the major championships in this grade uh, to either remain in Scotland or go to Australia. So there you go. That's, yeah, that's going to be a real strong, interesting weekend for Scottish bands in Grade 4B. So we'll be interesting to see that develop in 4B. So good luck to everyone. Uh, obviously, uh, Grade 4A, we have 17 bands in here. Again, another big grade. 17 bands in total. And we actually have a band in here from Switzerland. The Pipes and Drums of Basel. Go on! Yeah, if anything, I haven't heard these guys this season so far, so I'll be watching them with interest. And then just after them as well, you have Halle Berry from Australia. Halle Berry from Australia. Lethal. If anything, I do remember listening to Halle Berry Pipe Band quite a lot, I think, uh, just this past season, actually. So very, very keen to hear them i'm really hoping somebody manages to capture their performance and share it online uh grade 4a is going to be a very competitive grade because again there's no bands here from northern ireland so this just leaves grade 4a wide open for the scottish bands going to be very very interesting in 4a because you don't have bands such as grancha kildog mcdonald memorial even the mighty Kalabaki won't be there. And you have Akaran as well, which has also been incredibly strong in 4A. And they won't be making the trip. So this leaves the door wide open to bands such as the Royal Borough of Stirling, Mehalan District, Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums, who've been playing really well so far. Elgin and District, I haven't heard Elgin this year, so I'll maybe have to make a point of listening to them this weekend. Uh, Kelty and Blair Adam, I think have been mentioned before in the prizes. Stockbridge. And, of course, yeah, just said it, Halleberry Pipe Band from Australia. I'm going to want to have to listen to them. So, again, grade 4A, a big grade, 17 bands in total. If you come out on top in this grade, I think you'd be doing quite well. Uh, so, yeah, starting at 10 a.m., finishing at 12 midday, and then the rest of the day is in the beer tent, boys. Yeah! Good luck to you. Aye, grade 4A, going to be a good one to watch. So, we haven't even got into your grade 3s, 2s, and 1s yet, and already... There's so many bands in here that I want to hear, and I'm dead excited for this. Also, let's look at the juvenile grades, shall we, before we look into the grade threes. Juvenile grades, we have the usual five in there. We have uh, Preston Lodge, Dollar Academy, People's Ford, Boggies, uh, George Harriet Schools, and George Watson's College. Now, they all play around 10am in the morning, uh, so that could be either a good thing or a bad thing. Don't know. But we have the usual five in there for the juvenile grade. And good luck to everyone, I think. It'll be a very interesting battle in there. And I'm sure we'll possibly be hearing the usual suspects. Like Dollar versus George Watsons. And who knows, the boggies may rear their head in there too. You never know. It'll be interesting to see what way that pans out for the juvenile grade. Alright, on to grade 3B. Now again, I've said it before. There are no Northern Ireland bands in here for grade 3B. So... 
again, this throws the door wide open. So we don't have McNeilstown in there. We don't have Tully Lagan in there or Major Sinclair. Loads of great bands here from Northern Ireland who could well have went over, made the trip, lifted a major, but they're not doing it on this occasion. Uh, so 13 bands in total in Grade 3B and uh, yeah, all Scottish apart from one of them. Mesa Caledonian! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Mesa Caledonian have come over from the United States to play in 3B, and I'm all sorts of excited! Oh man, this is gonna be awesome! Alright, Rab, sit, sit back down again. Uh, Mesa, <laughs> Mesa Caledonian, I haven't really heard them this season. I've heard a few clips and stuff at the tail end of last season, and they were sounding really, really well uh, at the US season and their competitions over there. So, this is the first we're seeing them here in the UK. Oh man, I cannot wait to hear them. So, this, yeah, very excited to see Mesa Caledonian playing in Grade 3B. Now, also in 3B, because we don't have the Northern Ireland bands, who would I kind of put my money on? Uh, honestly, don't know. <laughs> bands such as Oban High School have been sounding incredibly strong. Uh, let me see, bands that I haven't really heard yet would be Kilmarnock, haven't heard them. Uh, Lock Ryan, I don't think I've heard Lock Ryan either. The Airpipe Band Society, I think, has already been mentioned this season so far, I think. Uh, so, yeah, Grade 3B, that all bets are off. The whole grade itself, all 13 bands, any one of you on your day could jump in there and lift that major. So, hey, there you go. Have at it, guys. Wish you luck. <laughs> if anything, I'm dead excited to hear Mesa Caledonia, and I'm, I'm really excited to hear them. Can you tell? Okay, flying on to Grade 3A then, and again, we don't have any Northern Ireland bands coming over in 3A, so that just leaves the door open, because we don't have Thiepful Memorial, we don't have the Quinn, we don't have Matt Boyd, Drumlock, Upper Cross Gar, I could keep going. But uh, yeah, we have 12 bands in total. And this one is an all-Scotland affair from the looks of things. Am I right in saying that? I don't know. This could be stuff that Rob got wrong. But yeah, 12 bands in here. And my own particular highlights in here would be... Hmm... Hard to know. Uh, Mackenzie Caledonian, of course, the Minimax in there. They would be interesting to listen to. We have the Vale of Athol 3A band have actually been sounding quite strong this season. Uh, City of Inverness as well. Oh, no, you can't count out the Highlanders. The Highlanders, four Scots. Yeah, well, I admit, they have an incredible strong sound at the moment. Of course, Johnstone as well. Their 3A band can never disappoint. They always have a real strong sound. I don't know. Grade 3A, again, it's, I don't know. Toss a coin. <laughs> it could be anyone's. It's, yeah, Grade 3A, the doors are wide open. Again, anyone can just walk in there, lift that title. So I wish everyone in the grade the best of luck. Now we're on to Grade 2, which I have to say will possibly be one of the most hard-fought grades on the day because there is one band in here from Northern Ireland. Just the one. Yep, Ravara are not making the trip. I bet you thought it was only Ravara and Klaus Kelt weren't going... <laughs> but no, Klaus Kelt are coming over to juke it out for the Euros. So good luck to Klaus Kelt uh, flying the flag for Northern Ireland. But Ravara will not be there. So this kind of limits the field for the Northern Ireland competitors. We only have one band in there. Uh, but looking at things overall for Grade 2, we have 14 bands in total. 
Reading through the list here very quickly. Hashtag lists. We have City of Discovery. We have uh, the Mac Cows. We have Royal Borough of Annan. Royal Borough Stirling. Uddingston. Strathclyde. Wallastone. Scottish Fire and Rescue. Port Leithen. Buxburn. Highland Granite. Kilterman Distillery. Isle of Islay. Yeah. Go on the Islay. Apparently I have to do that every time I mention them. Uh, Buck and Peterson. Oban. And then Kelt finishing things off at 20 to 4 in the afternoon. Now. This. It's going to be interesting. Klaus Kelt, as you've already known, has already lifted a major championship this season. And the Isle of Islay pipe band managed to lift the drumming at the UK's. Remember that? Mm. So could they be a possible contender for that top spot? Now, also never to be outgunned, Uddingston, Strathclyde. We've now had an opportunity to listen to them under the new lead tipper ship of uh, Grant Cassidy. Uh, these guys sound quite awesome and... Yeah, I don't think you can count them out either. The Mac Cals, of course, always very strong. And uh, from this past weekend there at Lurgan, I managed to hear the Royal Borough of Stirling. They were just out and, uh, on form. And if anything, I got an interview with the guys as well, so go and check it out. Uh, Royal Borough, yeah, have like a big sound, big performance. Just sounded really, really well. If anything, Grade 2 will be possibly the most competitive grade this weekend. Now, I'll say that on record. You can disagree with me if you wish. Uh, but I honestly think Grade 2 will be the hardest fought competition this weekend. Now, I can just see the emails coming in now. This will be stuff. The drab got wrong. Thumpty thump. But no, honestly, think Grade 2 this weekend will be where the competition is. Grade 1, as exciting as it could be. 3A, 3B, 4A, all that. The competition will be hard fought in those grades, but honestly, in grade two, there is a hair's breadth between some of the top bands in this grade. And uh, I honestly don't know how judges separate them. <laughs> I still thank my lucky stars that I am not going in there with a clipboard. Looking at our adjudicator lists for grade two, we have George Wilson, Terry Lee, Lee Innes, and Peter Snadden. Of course, this is going to be a real. Grade 2, man. This, oh, I don't know. I'm looking at this list and I'm thinking in my head I have to pick out my own personal favourite in here. I can't count out Klaus Kelt. Klaus Kelt, I have an incredible sound. Uh, uh, an amazing sound Klaus Kelt have at the moment. But, yeah, you know, we've seen a chink in the armour there recently with Ravara managing to knock them off the top spot in Grade 2 over here in Northern Ireland. But then Klaus Kelt got the fire under them and managed to defeat the PSNI here in Grade 1. So, uh, I don't know. It's a difficult one to call. But hey, do you know what? I'll be cheering on for Klaus Kelt. Go on, the Klaus Kelt. And I'll also be giving a shout to the Isle of Islay guys as well. Go on, Eddie and Co. and the guys at the back line. Love you guys at the Islay. And uh, you always love to hear me shout, Go on, the Islay! So, yeah, good luck to you at the Isle of Islay. And uh, so many good bands in Grade 2. You're all going to get offended if I don't mention you. So, I've mentioned you all. <laughs> it's going to be a real hard-fought battle, I think. No matter what way it shakes down and we get our top six, if you land anywhere in that top six at all out of those 14 bands, you deserve a pint in the beer tent. And you've heard that from me here. Right. On to the final end, the grade one, final grade of the day. We have 12 bands in total. And it is our usual... The usual 12 suspects. <laughs> no big surprise here for Grade 1. We have Glasgow Sky kicking things off and then with Inverary shortly after. Loman and Clyde then and then Johnstone and then the mighty Tone Machine which is the Field Marshal 
followed directly after by the two major championship winning by band St. Lawrence Atul, which is interesting. So we have the Mighty FM and the Mighty St. Lawrence straight after. Then following the big two then we have the Police Service of Northern Ireland. You had a bit of a rough run there, Antrim, not going to lie. So, yeah, PSNI coming right on after St. Lawrence would be a difficult spot to fill. So good luck, guys. Uh, also, the People's Ford Boggies are coming on after that. And then Glasgow Polis, then Scottish Power, which is possibly a good draw there for Scottish Power near the back of the pack. We have Police Scotland Fife, and then finishing everything off, we have Shots and Dykehead, of course. So there you are. That's your usual 12 for Grade 1. And uh, <laughs> uh, I know what your question is. Who do you think I'm, who do you, I think is going to win this? And uh, uh, <laughs> honestly, I have no idea. There are so many bands in here that could win this. Now, I said on last week's podcast that what everyone is talking about is Inverary's new medley. And people are still talking about it. If you haven't heard that yet, go and listen to it now. We have it on last week's podcast. We've also played it on Fuse FM this past week. Uh, we've... The Inverary's new medley is all anyone's ever talking about. It's all people keep stopping and asking me about. Will we see Inverary lift the title this weekend? I don't honestly know. Hard to tell. The conditions that we had in the UK's on Lurgan were just awful. Absolutely terrible. And when Inverary went on, the rain was going sideways. So hard to know where Inverary are. Field Marshal Montgomery as well went on in a bit of a semi-monsoon, uh, so difficult to know where they are. Of course, Field Marshal have their big FM sound, but they haven't won yet, and they aren't the usual Field Marshal that we're used to hearing normally being so dominant. Difficult to know, again, where Field Marshal are this season. This is the third one out of a possible four majors before the Worlds. It will be interesting to see where Field Marshal is this weekend. Uh, I dare say... There's been a lot of drying out to do from Lurgan, but also a lot of preparation work going into the Euro. So I wish everyone at Field Marshal the best. I've been listening with interest. Now, St. Lawrence Atul have been gaining that momentum. This is one I wanted to talk about. Momentum. Again, it does count for a lot. People don't think it does, and I honestly think it does. Whenever you kind of roll ahead of steam and you gain that confidence and you hit that, you know, that line... And, you know, your chest is up, your chin is up, and you're like, yes, let's do this. Rather than having an attitude of, I have to really try here, I have to really focus here, I have to do it, you have to really try and work hard. St. Lawrence have already won two majors, and they've already kind of proven themselves that they can do it. So they can march in there and say, this is ours, just give it to us already, you know. <laughs> so momentum does count for a lot and I'm not going to take it away from them St. Lawrence Atul, this past couple of competitions in the majors have just sounded incredible I told you guys at the very beginning whenever we covered their concert in the Armagh uh, City Hotel here in Northern Ireland when they had their big concert again I was honestly blown away by the tone they, they, I don't know where they've got this sound from Perhaps it doesn't come across on the recordings that you hear online. I don't think it does translate very well in recordings, I have to be honest. Whenever you're standing beside them, whenever you hear St. Lawrence Atul strike up and start playing, do you ever get that goosebumpy thing, you know, when the hair on your neck kind of stands up and you get the wee pimples on your arm and you get the goose pimples? Oh, you get that kind of a shiver. St. Lawrence are doing that at the minute. You know what I mean? 
I, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. And I don't know if it's just me or if it's anyone else that experiences this this season so far. But whenever St. Lawrence strike in and you get that big introduction, a big tone, there's just something, something there that just go, oh, that's good. <laughs> and it's hard not to smile. And it's, yeah, I don't know. St. Lawrence are on form at the moment, I have to say. So good luck to them this weekend at the Euros. I do wish you as well. Now, another band that has been doing that goosebumpy thing for me is Scottish Power. Now, Scottish Power, I think, overall, I have been disappointed with their results so far this season. I thought they could have maybe improved. Yeah, but Scottish Power blowing a big tone and playing some real nice music. Uh, Scottish Power have been really on form for me. And, of course, I think it's ahead of their big concert that they're doing in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. All this extra work appears to be paying off. Scottish Power just sound great. There's no three ways around it. And, uh... Yeah, when you managed to listen to them at Lurgan, and again, the conditions didn't help, so it's difficult to know just how much the conditions affected their performance. Do you know what I mean? It's it's hard to know. Were they playing with wet hands and you know wet drones and everything? It's it's hard to know. It's hard to judge and give it a fair a fair shout. But I think conditions this weekend are give to be fair, and it's actually be a nice dry day, perhaps a little bit of sunshine this weekend. But hey, this is up in Inverness and anything goes. Wait five minutes and the weather can change. You could have snow one minute and then blistering sunshine the next. Who knows what's going to happen? But I tell you what, grade one will be very interesting, as will every other grade in here. Now, let's talk about why there are no bands coming from Northern Ireland, or even Ireland for that matter. Very few Irish or Northern Irish bands actually competing at this. Now, we've been talking about this on the Rab Show on Fuse FM last night, and we were also talking about it right here, right now, but we've been chatting about it on the, the social media side as well. A lot of people put it down to one thing and one thing only. Expense. And it just costs too much. Pipe bands, as much as they want to go over there and win that championship basically just can't afford it they flat out don't have the money in the bank account to go and do it now this seems to be a pretty a new thing in the bagpiping world especially this last three four years we've seen pipe bands picking and choosing which competitions to go to based on finance yeah the financial implications of doing all of these trips to all these major championships and everything it seems to have taken its toll and as bands try to chase that champion of champions title or, you know, if they get a run of momentum and they get a run of form and, you know, and they have the opportunity to win another major and another major and another major, but they simply can't afford it. Now, bands that come to mind uh, to my mind would be McNeil's Town. McNeil's Town have had an outstanding season so far and more than likely could do well at the Euros this year. But we don't see McNeilstown entered but simply because they cannot afford it. It's too far away for them. The, yeah, all of that kind of buses, planes, trains, hotels, blah, blah, blah. I've already spoke about all, about, spoke about all of that before and the expense of it all. And uh, yeah, I think the reason that we have been hearing from the bagpiping world, the reason why bands aren't going to this is simply down to expense. Because whenever you consider it, 
We've already had, what, two majors? This is now the third, and we've got another two majors ahead of us. We have Dumbarton uh, for the Scottish, and then, of course, we have the Worlds, and everyone's going to the Worlds. There's never really any question in that. (laughs) I do know for a fact that every band here in Northern Ireland, and the Republic as well, have the Worlds in their calendar, and they work backwards from there. So, yeah. Whenever they look at the finances, something has to give. And on a lot of occasions then for bands, especially from here, from Northern Ireland, uh, it seemed to be the Euros were the ones to miss out. So, I don't know. Is it 100% down to location? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It has been suggested that all of the major championships that seem to happen are all happening in Scotland. There is only one major here in Ireland. And for that matter, whenever it's here in Northern Ireland... Yeah, a lot of the Scottish bands who come over complain about the expense and the sheer amount of money it takes to bring a coach over in a ferry and get a hotel for the weekend and all of that kind of stuff, whereas Northern Ireland bands are doing it for all of the majors, mostly. Yeah, (laughs) and don't even get me started about the guys who are coming over now from Straya. How many hundreds of thousands of dollars have they spent to get over to the Euros? And of course, Mesa Caledonia as well. The expense of the piping world is a huge big deal and we're seeing it in effect right here at the Euros. Yeah, entries are down for the Euros from Irish and Northern Irish bands and that's basically down to expense. There you are. So that's, yeah, sign of the times. No doubt we will revisit this topic because people have been trying to find solutions to the thing. And uh, yeah, we also have a possible topic of the week based on sponsorship. So whenever we're going to start looking at that, uh, yeah, we'd love to know your opinions on all of that. So email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and hear all your opinions about sponsorship and finance and, I don't know, all that real dull and boring stuff that actually is quite exciting. So, do you know what? This weekend, as much as I'm wishing good luck to all the bands, I also wish good luck to all of the drum majors who are heading over there as well. There are plenty of Northern Irish drum majors heading over, so good luck to everyone who is going to be flying the flag for Northern Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> a special particular mention goes to Louise Smiten as well. Yeah, so good on you, Louise. Have a good one. Also to Emma Barr. Go on, Emma. Yeah, Aaron McElwain, of course, from the Big Rab Show team. Good luck, buddy. Uh, Lauren Hanna and James Kennedy have to give you a shout as well. Go on, guys. Give her Dixie. And yeah, so many people competing at the drum majors, and I just want to wish you all the very best of luck. I'm not going to sit here and name you all by name because I'll be reading a list again. I just want to give a particular mention to people who have made a point of letting us know that they're heading over there and that they may send us a hashtag Rab Show selfie. There you go. <laughs> Alright, this weekend is going to be a very hard-fought competition. I have to say good luck to our adjudicators in Grade 1, who are Donald McPhee, Anthony Sloan, Stuart Collis and Jennifer Hutchison. You guys have your work cut out for you in Grade 1. I do not envy you one bit. Uh, (laughs) So as much as I'm wishing good luck to the bands and the drum majors, I want to wish our judges good luck as well. Uh, You guys really have a job in front of you trying to separate these bands this weekend. So good luck to our judges. Now, for those of you who can't make it to the Euros this weekend, then as always, get yourself over onto the Big Rab Show Facebook page. We will be live streaming as much as we possibly can from the championships. We will be live streaming all of Grade 1 as always, plus the all-important results. So you guys can catch all the Grade 1 action and, of course, check out for yourself as it's announced from the stand 
just who won what. So there you go. Get yourself along to the Big Rab Show Facebook page and catch all the action. Now, for those of you, again, who would like to help support the show, you can do. Head along to our Patreon page. I keep saying this, but it really does mean the world every click of support. For $5 a month, you can really help us out with our rain-soaked gear. (laughs) And stuff like that. So, yeah, I think I'm just hoping that this works. Uh, So... Yeah, head along to our Patreon page. Every click of support really does mean the world. Uh, So whenever we uh, live stream and record stuff from events and all of that sort of stuff, yeah, that we can do it through your support, really. And we can bring you the best possible quality content as well as quantity. Yeah, and if you want to get your hands on tons of extra stuff, go along to Patreon. We've got a lot of Patreon-exclusive kind of stuff up there as well as exclusive merch discount deals, things like that. Go and check it out. Rab Show Plus is up there. Interviews, exclusive interviews and things. Just so much stuff. Trust me, go along to Patreon. Well worth checking out. We've got tons of extra stuff up there. Also, if you would like, go and check out thebigrabshow.com where we've got Rab Show merch on there. And I've already said it before, but our tiles seem to be doing really well as well. Our hoodies are doing well, and rightfully so, because our hoodies are awesome. And, you know, they're proper warm as well you know the winter months are going to be fast approaching and uh, i was wearing a rab show hood at lurgan park at the uk's and i was never so glad to have it because it was proper toasty warm it wasn't really waterproof mind you so once it got soaked it was soaked uh, but yeah it was real cozy and warm rab show hoods the the new ones that we have there, the better quality they're just a heavier grade material Real good quality stuff if anything i'm real proud of the rab show merch that we have at the minute shout out to a1 embroidery thank you guys uh, so, yeah, Rab Show merch. Yeah, go and check it out. TheBigRabShow.com. Check out the little shop icon and you can purchase your Rab Show merch on there. Go and have a shop about and pick up what you like. Okay, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for clicking that download button. It really does mean the world because with each and every click of a download, we are introducing more people to what we do. <laughs> So, please tell your friends about our wee show. Yeah, with introducing your friends to our show, then, yeah, we, yeah, introduce more people. And that's exactly what we want. We want to expand our bagpiping world far and wide, worldwide, to that, uh, yeah. We just want to help share the love of our amazing music, and that's what it's all about. Okay, don't forget, you can also uh, subscribe if you're listening on iTunes or Podbean, Stitcher, all that different thing, so you'll never miss an episode. So each and every week, you'll get a notification, a little ding, Rab's upload on another one. Don't forget, you can also comment or rate us as well, depending on where you're listening to us. If you're listening on Podbean, you can leave a comment and a rating and everything, same for iTunes, all that sort of stuff. Do all your rating and commenting and all that stuff, and it really does help support the podcast. It doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is just type in, this podcast is great, five stars. Brilliant. There you go. Grant, get your emails in to us, folks. BigRabShow at gmail.com, and it'll come on the podcast next week as we have the full reaction of the Euros, and then we look forward to the next major of the season, which is the Scottish Dumbarton. Very exciting stuff. Until then, guys. Yeah, that's it for another Rab Show podcast. We'll see you again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Roots, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions, Inverarian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. 
All the best. <laughs>